Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Behind the Books. I'm Lily. And I'm Lena. And today, we are finding out what type of writers we are and taking other writing quizzes because we don't, because if you've heard our other writing updates, we kind of answer the same questions every time. And yes, we always say that we're writing new stuff, but this time we thought we would change it and we would take a little qu- writing quizzes so then we find out a little bit more about ourselves and maybe figure out how we should be writing because I'm kind of lost at the moment, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we just get started? Yes. All right, so the first one is called the Writer's Personality Quiz, and it's from the website Great Storybook. And it says, which great writer are you most like? What are your strengths and weaknesses, and how can you better use them? Oh, that wasn't what it said. It said, what are your strengths, and how can you better use them? And what are you weak- your weaknesses, and how can you overcome them? Anyway, shall we get going? Yes. So the eight different writing types are inspired, eternal, logical, savvy, closet, literate, hesitant, and innovative. I think... I, okay, I'm too lazy to read all of the descriptions because I will forget what they all say. But from the names, I think I'm honestly more of an inspired writer. That makes sense. Because as soon as I get that inspiration, I'm like, oh, and then you, you know, write. and many things inspire me. Like, I have noticed that most of my creativity comes from when I'm inspired and not from when I'm like sitting down and planning stuff. So I don't know. I think I'm either a literate writer or a logical writer i'm not sure Hmm. (laughs) all right should we take the test yes okay so the first question is what type of writer do you think you are we just answered this that's not what i have oh i was already (laughs) i already started the quiz which is to pick which writer you are so i already did the first question (laughs) okay next question are you an organized person um I'm saying I'm pretty well organized. <laughs> uh, I prefer creativeness. That's me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Are you an avid reader? Yes, I devour books, always have. <laughs> but also the second one. <laughs> I'm putting I love to read, but I don't have as much time as I'd like for it. Yeah. Because that's me. Are you an artist? Yes. No. I mean, I like to copy other people's art. Okay, I'm going to say I like to draw, but I'm not really an artist. Because um, I can't create anything of my own. <laughs> I'm going to say, yes, I've always been an artist. That's true. Are you a writer? Um, yes, I publish my work or plan to do so soon. Yes. Okay. Why do you write right now? Neither. Oh, you can scroll down. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was only the first two options. What? But now I have a little person in my life and I want to create stories for her or him. Yes. (laughs) Lily, do you have a child? I'd say the second to last one. I want to bring books on the market as a source of income and will. But that's not true either. I just write because I like writing. Yeah, and I want to share writing, and I want to improve on it. I'll put, I want to showcase my artistic abilities in a book, because I guess that's the closest to true, but it's more like I want to put them in a book because I want to like use them, kind of. 
Are you in a writing group or a class? Nope. But I kind of want to be, not going to lie. Like, I think when I'm in uni and I have more time than I do in the IB, I want to take some sort of writing course because I feel like that will benefit me a lot if I can't, because I can't take a class like that at uni. So. But I don't know. I don't think I'd like to be in a writing class because I feel like to have, like, forcing me to structure my writing, I don't know if that's going to help. But I would love to like be in a writing group, like just to talk to people because I love talking to you about writing and it like motivates me more to write when I have someone to like mm-hmm. talk to. So I'd love to be in like a writing group or whatever at uni. So no, but I want to be. Do you have a website? No. <laughs> I was making one and then I stopped. <laughs> Remember that phase? <laughs> no. My art one for when I was drawing pet portraits. <gasps> I forgot about that. Whoa, that was <laughs> ages ago. Um, don't have one and I really don't want one. Um, I think eventually I would have one. Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't have one, but I should get one, I think, is the most yeah. within that bracket. <laughs> okay, how often do you write? Um, Thing is, again... I'm like in between two of these because there's one where it's like I'm almost always writing and there's one where it's like at least once or twice a week. (laughs) I love this one. I think about writing more than I actually write. That's me. (laughs) That's so great. (laughs) No, like if I have time, I'll write. And like currently I have a lot of time, so I'm writing every day. And if I don't have time, I'll like write once a week or like not at all. So I don't know which one. Mm -hmm. I think I write at least once or twice a week, but that's not true either. Okay, next. I guess now, you know? Yeah. What do you love to do? It's cute because, like, I haven't even started editing a first draft yet in my life, so I don't know if I like editing or re-editing. Yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) I haven't finished a a draft to know if I like drafting either, so... I think mine would be outlining the story. I'm such a terrible person who can write... Like, I wrote an outline for a story recently that was, like, 6K. But, like, suddenly I'm like, do I want to write that story? But the outline is, like, so beautiful on its own. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm the type of person who likes, like, creating the story more than actually writing it on paper. Mm -hmm. I honestly think I like coming up with the idea the most. Which is terrible when you want to finish a book. (laughs) It'd be better if I... It's terrible when you have at least 20 ideas in a note right now. (laughs) I think I have seven notes currently in, like, my writing folder with writing ideas. Same, Mm -hmm. so... It's That's bad. terrible. Okay. Okay. What is your weakest ability? The thing you need to work on most? Editing. I'm such a bad editor. I will always be like, oh, it's fine. But like, it's more like I don't have the effort to sit and reread every single one of the words I wrote. Yeah. I honestly think editing for me is the most fun because that's what I like. That's the thing about drafting is that I'm so excited to do the editing that the drafting is like, daunting even though i have to draft to be able to edit i'm still drafting and i'm like i just want to be done with this and edit and so when i'm drafting i'm looking forward to the editing but not in the mood to draft but i keep pushing i I keep trying to push myself i'm like i'm not going to go back and edit until i finish this draft but also i kind of made that mistake in my first draft where I should have gone back and edited it at least 10 chapters in because I kept changing the story and being like, oh, when I edit, I'll change this dialogue so then it makes sense for what I want the story to be now. So honestly, I'm just a mess. (laughs) 
of that conclusion. No, I'm always like, I can't be bothered to reread every single word I've written. Like, I've already written it. I've already done that. But it's more like you're done with the project. Like, after you finish drafting, you've spent so many hours on that thing that I'm always like, it's good enough. Like, I'm going to leave it to the side. I'm going to start something new because I'm tired of this. So I always need to, like, take a break between like finishing a draft and editing a book because like, or that's what I've noticed um, with the book that I'm going to try start editing soon. Like I can't just keep going in one line. I have to take a break before editing. So that doesn't feel like something I've written anymore. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Um, what do you love to do? Part two. Ooh, these are good ones. Creating great characters, writing strong dialogue, building compelling plots, establishing the setting, all of the above, none of the above. <laughs> I actually hate establishing setting. Same. Because I feel like if you, like, when it comes to setting, I'm like, is this, because sometimes I'm like, okay, my setting will be basic, but it'll have meaning. But then where do I find the meaning if it's a basic setting, you know? Or then if I overcomplicate it, I'm spending too much time on the setting and not thinking about the characters at all. So I think I love great characters because I feel like once you have great characters, dialogue and stuff can come so easily. Mm -hmm. I don't so, know because like I feel like I find my characters as I'm writing like that's something I've really realized like this last book I feel like you can't just put characters like on a list with attributes so you have to like see them as people first um and so I think I like writing dialogue the most but like writing dialogue is actually really difficult for me sometimes so yeah somewhere in the middle between those two okay next question what is your weakest ability, the thing you need to work on most, part two? Establishing the setting. <laughs> <laughs> Establishing setting. <laughs> or actually, because I usually write in the real world. So for me, it's more of an issue of like compelling plot points because I usually kind of just make it a linear narrative. Like I never stop to realize that like it needs to be kind of like a three-act structure or like a Freytag's pyramid. Like I always just say, oh, this will happen next. This will happen next. But it's like, you forget that you need to like build tension for the readers and you need to have that point of like all is revealed. So I think for me, it's like realizing like I need to structure yeah. my plot a bit better. But that's also because I think both of us don't plan the whole story. Mm -hmm. Or at least that's something I'm trying not to do because I don't want to like lose, like I said, have outlined the whole story yeah. and then lose like the new part of mm -hmm. it. So I feel like that's kind of the drawback with the way that I write. Yeah. Next, when do you write primarily? Um, when I can focus. Like, I have to be alone when I'm writing. It's like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's something, like, even if I'm in a room and, like, my parents are doing something different on the other side of the room, like, I love sitting here at my desk alone and, like, writing. Because then it's like, you kind of lose a sense of time. Like, you can, like, better put yourself in the story. Mm-hmm. I need to start structuring my life a little more so that then I can have that. Um, so for me, I'm going to put down not sure. It just sort of happens because, yeah, like I will wake up one day and the first thing I do is write and I'll write for two hours. And then the next day I'll forget that I'm even writing a book <laughs> and then I won't write for a solid week. So I don't have any structure at all. I should really have structure, but I just don't. Mm-hmm. Next, where do you get ideas and solve problems? Um, uh, on the toilet, in the tub, in bed, all of the above, not sure. Ooh, 
I feel like a good amount of like good ideas come from like showering and this is like scientifically proven because of how much oxygen or whatever you get you can mm -hmm. think better in the shower so for me I think it actually does come a lot from there but also like I'll see things in real life and I'll read things and like I'll just get ideas so I'm putting all of the above I'm putting I don't I don't really think on the toilet <laughs> and in bed I'm not really thinking about my books so I'm gonna say Honestly, in the tub, because if I am in the bathtub, I'm reading, and when I read, I get more inspiration, so... Exactly. What is the most important thing? Character, Ooh. plot, a balance. Uh, either a balance of character is more important, or plot is more important, and then it's just both. For me, I think a balance of both is required, but characters is close to my heart. Ooh. Because I think I'm a more character... Ooh, actually... <laughs> I know! <laughs> I think it depends on the genre. Fantasy, I'm more of a plot person. Like romance, I'm more of a character person. I'm going to have to agree with you. So I'm going to say both. But I'm going to say I think character is closer to my heart because character-driven stories are like what I love reading the most. But like I realize that the story needs some kind of plot to move along. Okay, next. Mm -hmm. Do you think about merchandising possibilities when devising a story? I do, but not in the sense that like it's gonna happen. I just think about it as like a, oh, and then like let's say this were to get published, you could have like at, like one of my uh, characters or like in one of my first books, the um, guards had certain pins to like saying what type of guard they were. And I was like, oh, you could like make that into merch, like a little pin with like that emblem on it. So like I think about it in that way, but not in like a when this gets published, this is going to be the things that you can buy, you know? Like, I don't think of it that way. I guess I think kind of the same. For me, it's more like, oh, this would make a really good thing if it was a movie. Like, if it was turned into a movie, this scene would be so good. Or, like, if my mm -hmm. book were to get published, I want this to be on the cover. Like, I'll think about that sometimes, but yeah. I'm just putting, I like to dream about that. Yeah. Okay, do you feel able to properly market your book once it's available? Mm, no. <laughs> I don't know marketing books i feel like marketing in general is like a really complex thing so uh i'm putting sort of i have some ideas but i don't really know if they'll work um i mean i guess it depends if i end up if let's manifest it right now if this gets um if any of my books get traditionally published that's not in my hands really you know but i guess about self-publishing so yeah exactly i think I have an idea because A, I take business, so I kind of know how to go about things. Obviously, I don't have experience yet, but I have the knowledge. So I just think it's a matter of, like, I could do it. It's just how do you – because you can market in so many different ways. So it's like deciding how you want to market it or if you want to leave it in the hands of someone else, you know? Exactly. So I think, sort of, <laughs> I have some ideas, but I don't really know if they'll work. <laughs> That's mine. Okay. Do you feel the artwork in a book or on a book cover will help sell your book? Yes. Yes. 100%. Uh, I'm putting artwork and design is essential for a book. Yep. I remember when you were writing your book, you developed, like, you know, the breaks between scenes, like those? You actually drew your own. Like, I know you didn't end up liking them, but, like, I loved that. Same. I I really I really hope because I don't know I don't think this is like it's not common at all but like when you traditionally publish you have like 
zero control over how your book looks, which is one reason why I really want to self-publish because if I ever were to get a book ready to that point, I would want to have so many different like additional features, like not necessarily illustrations, but like, you know how in some books, like on chapters, they have like reoccurring images, like just little subtle things like that, that I think make a book your own more and make them really distinct, you know? So that's something that I really want to do. Mm-hmm. I get that. Okay, next question. What helps you determine whether to read a book? Ooh. Definitely not. If it's a New York Times bestseller, it's usually good. That's so false. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I guess it's between if my friends are wild about a book, I usually read it too. And I follow a couple of online reviewers and check their list of recommendations. But also it's more like if I see it a lot of times, like I don't even know where I'll see it. But if I've seen the cover and stuff like that and I've heard a lot about it, I'll be like, oh, I want to try it too. Oh, but it's also true that I'm an avid reader of certain genres, so I keep a lookout for those. I'm going to say that. All of the above. <laughs> kind of. How would you describe yourself? Ooh. If you're like an introvert, if you're an extrovert, like how you deal with social social situations. And like, I don't know. Because I don't necessarily consider myself shy, but it is true that I'm not extroverted. Yeah. So I'm guessing I'm going to put myself down as a, what was it, a social introvert? <laughs> Which, like, okay, but I'm going to put myself down as that. Because, like, I like seeing people and stuff, but, like, not overwhelmingly. See, I love having, like, okay, I love having my close friends around me, and I will talk to them all the time. But also, I like having a larger group of, like, acquaintances but acquaintances sounds formal but obviously they're still my friends and i also do like my alone time i don't really get that much alone time but i do like my alone time i think i'm gonna do a shy extrovert because i am very shy i think that's a good description okay next one how do you determine a story demographic whoa um I think for me, it's actually, I keep myself aware of what's on the market and it's in the back of my mind, but it doesn't determine why I pursue a story. But like, as I'm writing my book, I'm like, okay, I know not like a lot of romances fit into the niche of like enemies to lovers or like, you know what I mean? Like that very high tension kind of romance. Yeah. And my book isn't like, it's very about like finding your comfort in someone else instead of like them challenging every part of you. It's more like this person is like the one person who I can be myself with and I feel like that's not on the market a lot so I'm aware of it but I don't think it decides whether or not I pursue a story I don't know um I don't really know what to answer for this one yeah but honestly I haven't thought about really how I would like how I would sell it or who I'm selling it to yeah but I feel like yours is I write what I want and hope it sells yeah I think so too (laughs) I think I'm going to put myself, I keep aware of what's on the market, even though that last bit is not true. How's your spelling? <laughs> Atrocious. I need to spell check to get by. <laughs> oh, this is such a great question. Um, I actually think I'm quite good at spelling. So, oh my God, I had to spend like two or three minutes Googling how, the, how you spell acquiesced because i couldn't get it to the point where my spell check recognized that's what i was trying to say so i had to google it it was terrible but like for the rest i'm saying i'm intuitively good but i make some mistakes 
I think for me, it's not necessarily that my spelling is bad. It's just that I cannot type. <laughs> so, it like let's say you were shared into a Google Docs with me, and I'm writing up a paragraph, this is true. and I'm typing. I know how to spell. I just my fingers just don't type, and I type like I'd say I type pretty quickly. So me typing pretty quickly on top of like not knowing how to type. It just doesn't work well, so it looks like I have atrocious spelling, <laughs> but I just can't type. <laughs> so I'm gonna do. I'm in. I'm intuitively good, but most of the time, <laughs> yeah, spelling mistakes. Okay, next one. How's your grammar? Um. Okay, I think mine is pretty good. It says grammar is my playground. Do you think that means that you're good at? Does that mean that you're good at good bad? at grammar? I don't know. I honestly, I don't. See, the thing is, I don't really know about grammar because at this point, whenever I draft, I'm just writing and I know that I'm going to go back and change grammar mistakes and stuff. So I don't really know because <laughs> I haven't had to go back yet. So I put, I love language, not stiff grammar. I want to write books and not encyclopedias yes. in the way that I focus more on how a sentence sounds and how it looks than I do on like grammar. Mm -hmm. Next. How do you approach building character? I think we've already kind of been over this. I think I'm going to do creating characters is fun. I love the challenging and the more complex they are, the better. Not necessarily the better, but the more I can make them, not necessarily relatable, but the more complex, the more I can make them interesting, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I think yeah. you can have a simple, simply interesting character, but it, for me... I think the more complex, the more interesting, and the more you like engage with your character, you know? Yeah. For me, I'm going to put, I never plan my characters. I let them tell me who they are, which sounds so like writer who's high on weed. Like, <laughs> honestly, I know. But it's more like I set up like a situation, and then I make that like character react to it how I think is most natural and like then they become someone to me and then I write with that yeah. so I know I'm gonna have to go back in my book and like change ways that one of my characters or like both of my characters they talk because I know it's changed like I know as I found them it's changed but yeah I don't I'm really bad at planning characters but like that I'm not bad at character I'm just bad at planning characters <laughs> how do you feel about writing dialogue the last one is me. I can speak and so do my characters. I worry that maybe they'll sound like me. <laughs> I honestly think I have quite a hard time writing dialogue because I don't know what's important and what's just what could be like removed, you know? Mm -hmm. Like especially in a scene with multiple characters. I'm like is is that phrase important or am I missing the important part, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me dialogue is quite difficult. Now that you said this, I'm going to change it. And that's mainly because of the genre I write, because romance is quite easy. Dialogue, it's two characters. Usually, most of my book, it has been. So I'm going to mm -hmm. say writing is the easiest part for me, because like once I get a good understanding of character, like dialogue is the part where like when I look down at my word count, it's increased the most without me realizing, because it's just two characters talking. So I'm going to say that instead. How do you feel about establishing the world where your characters are? <laughs> yeah, we've said this already. <laughs> My characters live in the real world, so it's pretty straightforward. I'm going to do, I want to create other worlds, but I'm not sure how to do it. I'm afraid that it isn't convincing, which is true. And that's what makes writing and establishing worlds very difficult. Because I'm also scared. I'm like, what if, like, 
I'm accidentally taking this from some other writer and it's like their thing. And I'm, I don't know, either butchering it or stealing it from them or not doing it justice or, you know, and so it is not fun at all. (laughs) (laughs) Once you have a good established world, many other things come easily. That's true. Like then the world building comes easily. Then coming up with names for places comes easily and like one thing which i found is very difficult to do is getting your characters from one place to another without it becoming repetitive this is true (laughs) so once you have an established world that becomes so much easier this is like literally i had characters do a road trip and like the whole time I was like, he was driving and I was like, well, of course he's driving, but like, I need to put it there. Cause it's so weird otherwise, but like the whole time, that's all I'm saying, but yeah, it's true. Okay. Yep. Next question. Do you join writing workshops, seminars, or classes? I feel like we kind of discussed this earlier. No, never, but I would really like to someday. Yeah. Same. How do you feel about developing plot? Next one. Second, last question. Ooh. Oh, I, yeah, I discussed this already. <laughs> I love setting up the beginning and have big problems in Act 2. Because <laughs> I have to replan. Like, I think for this story, I've replanned the ending like two mm-hmm. or three times. Because I was like, oh, it might go in that direction. And then I was like, that makes no sense. But then I like had a big, like, I was like, a thing needs to happen here. And I was like, okay, but what's the thing? And then I was blank until I wrote it. So yeah, Act 2 or Act 3, which one is it? Two. Act two, that's random because it should be act three. But okay. I honestly think that's my problem, especially my first one. Like, what happened within like the third chapter didn't have to. Like, I think with my books at the beginning, it's always been like a really big, not plot twist because you don't know the beginning, but it's like a very big thing that happens very beginning because to me that then hooks the reader and it makes it more interesting for me to write. Then it cut like I feel like I just always add chaos on top of chaos on top of chaos, and that's just how I write. Because <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so that's I so great. <laughs> so developing plot, I can develop plot not without problems, but I find it fun because it says like action and turning points are fun, and action and turning points are very fun. That's true. You've said that to me before. You're like, I'm so done with writing this like world building stuff. I just want to get to an action scene. Like you've yep. said that to me before. Okay, last question. When do you write? I swear you've already had this question. Kind of. Ooh. <laughs> All these answers are so <laughs> relatable. Late, late at night. Not as often as I'd like. Rather irregularly. Ooh. I don't know. For me, it's every chance I get throughout the day, kind of, because it's more like I know I need to write. Currently, my goal is like 2K-ish a day. I've only hit it for like five days, like this winter holiday. But like, it's more like, okay, I'll write 1K now, and that'll just be like me deciding as I'm sitting down, oh, I'll do that now. And then later, I'm like, oh, I'll do this now. But like, it's more like, if I have a lot of time, it'll be whenever I want. If I don't have a lot of time, it'll be late, late at night. So. It's yeah. not as often as I like. Okay, results? The results. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Oh, it's loading. Oh, I didn't expect that. Wait, mine is still loading. Oh, 
Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I was right. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> I wasn't. Um, or well, I said. Did I say this one? Uh, I don't think so. You said logic and litter, 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 something. I got uh, an innovative writer, but I don't feel like I'm innovative at all. <laughs> Let's read the description. So mine is, you're an eternal student of life, always looking for things to learn. You revel in the creative spirit required to try new things, and this is your greatest strength. Always new and renew. Parts of that are true. Parts of that I feel like aren't true, but maybe that's just because I don't know myself. Maybe. And also, you haven't <laughs> completely finished a book yet, have you? E- no, the entry, that's my very, very first book from ages ago, like 2018 to 2020. That's done, but I haven't edited it yet. Okay, well, okay, let me rephrase. Have you finished a book that you're happy with? <laughs> Not really, but I'm getting there with this one. Yeah. But I feel like that idea of like always new, that's actually is that true for me i feel like creatively that might be true i don't know maybe this is me and it says famous writers of your type george rr martin and mo williams haven't read either of their work so i don't know what that's like you read yours okay so my writing type is inspired writer which is what i guessed (laughs) oh so it says you are the free spirit of all writers it isn't just that the muses have kissed you you probably are a muse for others too Creativity is a driving force in your life and what defines you. That's, I feel like that's true for you. I think so too. Although the whole you're probably a muse for others too is a bit weird. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that was it for today then. We learned what writing type we were and it was a surprise for me and absolutely not a surprise for (laughs) Lily. For the rest. And, and, please. Please get the corrupt episode to our top episode. We are two plays away from it being our top episode, and I need it to be our top episode <laughs> because it means that she has to read the next book in the series. <laughs> and I want her to read the next book in the series so bad. But hey, there's a reason why it's our second most popular episode. So maybe we should do the next one. I'm not doing that willingly. Not unless it becomes the highest. <laughs> but anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode and that you um, are encouraged to try this quiz yourself. What is it called? Writer's Personality Test by the Great Storybook. We hope you enjoyed this episode. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye.